Welcome to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast with Aaron Gilchrist. Each week, Aaron will be breaking down fleet management, trying to cut through the noise and get down to the real issues safety and operations leaders are struggling with every day. The goal will be to get to the bottom of how leaders can break down these silos of information, accelerate change management, how to use real-time accurate data to drive massive efficiencies across fleet-focused business processes, and to elevate people's careers with emerging best practices. Now it's time for the Straight Talk on Fleet. All right. Hello again, Fleet community. We are back for the 38th episode. Yeah, I can't believe it. 38 episodes. If you're new to Straight Talk on Fleet, I'm Erin Gilchrist-Rugg. I am the VP of Fleet Evangelism, fancy title, here at IntelliShift. And what that means is um, I just get to do this. I get to be an objective source, a reliable source of information about the fleet ecosystem because I have a lot of experience in fleet. I ran a massive fleet for over 15 years. And, um, you know, I learned that fleet management is way harder than it needs to be. So I like get to come on here and talk about all these things. I think that'll help us elevate our careers as fleet safety and operations leaders. So today I'm super excited. I get to introduce Matt Beasy. He is the director of professional services at Wise Systems. And so first off, welcome, Matt. Thank you. Great. Thanks. (laughs) Looking forward to being here, Aaron. Same. Um, so Wise Systems is a partner to IntelliShift and it's an autonomous dispatching and routing solution. And what it does, it is empowers people like us, operations teams, fleet teams, drivers to improve efficiency and customer service. So it helps them sort of seamlessly adapt to the everyday challenges they encounter, which fits really perfectly into straight talk on fleet because that's what we do. Um, so today, Matt and I are going to dig into this topic of route optimization for fleets. Um, we could talk for days about this, but we're going to break it down for you. I think that successful routing does a few things. It increases safety and efficiency for your fleets, for sure. Drives compliance, extends vehicle life, and so much more. So no matter what camp you're in, if you're someone who today you have no solution for this, Um, Maybe you have a solution that is not working for you, um, or you have a solution that works pretty well. I I am totally certain, stick with us here, because you'll walk away with something that's going to help you think differently about the impacts that successful route management can have for your fleet, for your drivers, for your organization. So before we dig in, um, I'm going to let Matt introduce himself properly here, um, how he got into the industry what he does, and then um, then we'll dig into the topic. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. And as I mentioned before, super excited to be here. So a little bit about myself. I've been in the industry for about 15 years now, and that's going to be a mix, right, of much like yourself, Aaron, on the operations side. And then, right, I got that crazy uh, idea or urge to think, you know, get into the software and hardware side. So I spent time as a logistics analyst uh, with a regional produce supplier based here in Kansas City, which is where I I still live. And then for about 10 years, I've been with a couple different, primarily routing and software optimization solutions, uh, but focused primarily on that last mile and supply chain space. So currently, I'm the professional director of Wise Systems, uh, and thank you for the introduction on, on what Wise brings to the table. And uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit about myself, and, and definitely uh, definitely a Kansas City and Pat Mahomes fan. 
yeah, not a bad place to be right now, um, for sure, or lately, right? Um, yeah, thank you, Matt. I think Matt's going to bring a wealth of knowledge and experience um, to our conversation today. So from my personal experience, um, route optimization offers so many benefits, just a wide range of things. And I think about how it impacts, and I think significantly impacts, um, our efficiency, our cost, our overall, overall performance as fleet managers or safety, and then specifically ops managers as well. A lot of times the routing aspect falls under operations, but we as fleet leaders um, are directly involved, impacted. Sometimes we're responsible for helping to procure that tech and integrate it with our fleet systems. So again, that's how why systems and IntelliShip come together. We're talking to our customers and saying, how do we help extend our offering um, to help them optimize routes? And we do that with WISE. So some of these impact areas that I'm speaking of, I mean, think, again, we talked about cost reduction, um, fuel efficiency, obviously. Um, driver productivity is a huge one. Um, you know, when we can really be prescriptive with our drivers about their day, and we'll dig into that a little bit more later, they're going to be more successful in every area of all the fleet things we need them to do alongside their vocation, which is, you know, the many things. They're spraying lawns, they're replacing windshields, they're cleaning carpets, all the things. Um, and then, you know, one thing we don't think about as much when we think about route optimization is extended vehicle life. And what a critical thing right now, because we can't get vehicles. Our costs are rising. We're keeping assets on the road way longer than we ever planned to. It's terrible. Um, so route optimization can help us extend that vehicle life. Um, safety is another one. You're like, how, how does route optimi optimization affect safety? Well, in lots of ways, we'll dig into that. Again, prescriptive days for our drivers. Um, compliance, for sure. Customer sat, right? We need to get to our customers on time. Um, if we have five stops today, we got to get there. we got to get to all five. It's part of our models in our organizations. Um, and then sustainability. You know, anytime we can reduce miles driven and really home in on driving only the miles that we need to drive to do the best things that we do to be safe and efficient, that sustainability will be impacted. Um, but back on safety, I mean, I think route optimization um, can provide things like traffic conditions, road closures, weather, and even think about like high accident zones. We might not know, but there are intersections and areas where our drivers are driving every day that are um, at very high risk for accidents. So um, sometimes this type of tech can help point that out and help us to avoid those areas and again, reduce our cost and our accidents. So that's just a few things like top of mind, but we'll let the expert kind of <laughs> guide us through some of the things. So first off, um, Matt, I mean, thinking about, I just want your point of view. So what, what is it? What is route optimization from, from your, from yeah, your Yeah. Yeah. No, good question. And it's, it's a tough question, right? Because I mean, just think of all those items, Aaron, that, that are on target and that you went through, right? There was roughly, you know, at least kind of 10, 10, 10 pieces there. And, and there's even some, right. There's probably more that we haven't even mentioned here. So 
for sure. In, in my opinion, right, route optimization is a deployable plan of action that you can deploy to your fleet, to your assets, drivers, et cetera, to, that are going to balance. And the key term there is going to be balance. Balance your operations KPIs. Love and the that. second key term is going to be your operations, right? Because if you think about, you know, a service-based industry, right? Like, uh, like the windshield repair and, and, you know, carpet cleaning and things like that. Oftentimes those are appointment-based, right? Or I've got roughly about a half hour, right? To make, to, to make that, that service call and to, you know, meet that SLA as opposed to maybe like a food or beverage, you know, distributor or broadliner who might have that luxury of an overnight, right? An unintended delivery or a eight hour or four hour long service window. So balancing those KPIs, whether it's an appointment time or 30 minute service window in comparison to maybe an eight hour service window, right? That optimization is gonna vary you know, widely across those kind of two, di two different verticals. So it's that deployable action that's gonna balance your operations KPIs. And I love how you put that because it sounds like, hey, this should be what we should expect as leaders in, in fleet and operations is a highly customizable product. I yeah. hear that when you when I hear you emphasize your, it's like addressing the unique needs of your business, you know, kind of how and where and when you need to be where you need to be and using this kind of tech and software to um, maximize profit and efficiency, right? Yeah. Um, so, so when businesses are embarking on this effort to deploy route optimization, look into it, I mean, what are some of those things that they should consider? Sure. Yeah. And so, so number one, also I'll, I'll just add briefly that, you know, optimization for your organization, right. Is also going to be fluid and dynamic and ch can change over the years, right. If, if Aaron, you think about our time within this industry from a driver driver pool perspective, right? It used to be that when we optimize, right, we're looking to reduce routes and reduce resources on the road. But in today's world, right, with the driver pool, um, that is not a key component of an optimization. So True. as it relates to key factors and things to consider as you, you know, look to kind of seed and grow this optimization project, I always go back to really the three P's, right? And that's going to be people, product, and processes are really going to be where you're going to want to start at. And starting to look at, you know, from a people perspective, as we look to optimize our organization, who's going to need, need to be involved in that project, right? You're going to typically have resources, you know, such as IT resources, right? from a software and solutioning perspective, um, and then also certainly any routing software and or any safety compliance hardware, right, that's in the cab as well. And so from a people perspective, right, you're gonna be wanting to work with your safety compliance, transportation, routing team uh, leaders, et cetera. And lastly, on the people front, don't forget about the sales team, right, because we want to make sure as, as much of a, you know, maybe sometimes thorn in our side that they may or may not be, right? We also want to make sure that we keep them in the loop on these changes so they're not surprised by 
any new route plans, assigned delivery days, and, and things like that. And then from a product perspective, right, it's going to be based on the technology that you may or may not have today, like you mentioned, right? And doing that analysis of what are the opportunities, right, where I can improve that technology, right? Uh, what capabilities do I like about it? And then also, are there any pain point, <clears throat> excuse me, pain points, right? Um, or maybe future functionality that's recently come into the space, like we mentioned earlier, AI and ML, um, you know, where is our current technology? Where do they stand, right? What's the roadmap as it pertains to, to AI and ML and, and continued growth as a solution? And then lastly, processes, right? Where are the opportunities to reduce my level of effort in managing those resources, assets, right? And also keeping the team safe and compliant, right? From, from any mandates that uh, they may or may not have to adhere to. And then also looking to start to build what those new daily processes are going to be. Yeah, that's an excellent answer. And on the people front, I, I say this all the time on my podcast, Matt, about, you know, we do wear a lot of different hats as fleet managers, but we don't we don't have to. We have people within our organization who may not know what fleet does. And when they start to look at or we as fleet leaders or ops leaders start to look at um, tech technology and software like this, it's so critical to involve all our team across the organization. So fleet managers, if you do not have that team right now, develop it because it's we're talking about route optimization today, but we could be talking about any other tool tech process operating practice you're trying to implement. And if you don't have um, a committee, a group, a support team around you like ops, legal, IT, um, you know, HR, et cetera, then you don't have those POVs in your org who can chime in and help you hit the mark the first time instead of, hey, I want to do this. And then I got to backtrack and try to involve all these people. Man. Then they feel disincluded and you failed. So up front, get it done. So I love that point. Yeah. That's thank yeah. you for helping to reiterate that for our audience. Yeah. So thinking about those others. So you, you said technology and process and all these things that have to come together. So, you know, a lot of fleets are already implementing all kinds of tools in tech, right? Mm -hmm. So think about like telematics, map, mapping software, machine learning. How do these um, play a role in, in this whole route of optimization conversation? So yeah, no, no. Great, great question for sure. On the telematics and right, the, the telematics and in-cab safety hardware perspective, that is really going to be key in measuring, are we achieving the goals of why we initially undertook this optimization, right? We're, we're, we're achieving these goals to be able to deploy that actionable plan that meets your operations KPIs. And so that telematics and safety-based camera is going to provide that, that single source of truth of, okay, we expected a mile reduction right? We expected different travel paths from a safety perspective. What is the GPS or telematics solution, right? Providing to us, are we achieving what we set out to do? Um, and so that's going to be critical in measuring that plan versus actual or even current state versus future state, right? Through the, throughout yeah. the whole project. 
And I will say, Aaron, most of the time that is where that project and the analysis, post-analysis and true measurement is often where things kind of start to drop off from a project perspective, right? Because we've, we've gone through this heavy lift of the people and the product and the processes. And, and it's, it's sort of easy to either maybe get distracted on a new project, right? Or just simply we may, we, we may run out of kind of fuel or bandwidth, right? So make sure that, you know, you continue to measure throughout the whole, the whole measurement period uh, for that plan versus actual. And those telematics devices will play a key there. The mapping software, certainly I've seen this over the years and in many optimization projects is we want mapping software on a couple fronts. Number one, that's going to be updated automatically right within our software, right? Because as new infrastructure, new roads, new classifications are placed on roads, we want to be able to make sure that we're, we're adhering to from a safety perspective, those road classifications based on, on your equipment. And so you want that updated automatically and on a regular basis, and then also want the capability, right, for it to, to be able to adhere and, and continue to grow, right, as new roads are built. And then machine learning, you know, this is fairly new and it's a hot topic, right? Yes. And at this point, we're probably all starting to wear, much like maybe during the pandemic, right, where I think at the end of the year 2021 or something, right, the the most kind of despised word was supply chain, you know, or, or disruption. <laughs> kind and of so, still is. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think AI and ML is, is probably starting to work its way to the top there. Agreed. You know, I, I, I think AI and machi machine learning are really still being defined, right? Is there a single definition for AI and ML? But with WISE systems, we do have AI and machine learning built in. And so, as I mentioned earlier, as you, you know, look at those products in your current state and maybe future state for the optimization, you want to better understand, do I have a solution that has AI and ML? Mm -hmm. And if so, right, have those leaders explain to you what their AI and ML does, how it's going to benefit your organization. And then secondly, right, if you don't have a solution that has AI and ML, right, you may want to check with those software leaders to see where is that on the roadmap, right, so that your, your, your operation can make a, an educated decision, you know, on, on what it can do and what that timeline might be. Um, you know, an example of how the WISE system solution leverages AI and machine learning is going to be something fairly basic in the example that if I have a driver who has, you know, 10 facilities that he or she has to visit today and they're on stop five out of the 10 and down the road, right? Our mapping system recognizes that there's a traffic jam, there's a delay, there's an accident, things outside, right? Outside variables that impact the driver, but the driver has no control over at least currently, right? In real time, our system can provide a recommended either resequence, right, or an alternate path to make sure that the driver's this driver and the assets and equipment stay safe, and that you also continue to meet the SLAs as that driver is, you know, working through all those challenges that they do. Yeah, and and you know, we talked a little bit, and in fact, first off, that was an awesome answer to that question. Thank you. Um, 
you know, we think about the safety aspects that we talked about before, and it's just kind of, you know, it, it, a happy place as a fleet leader is to be able to start a driver out at the beginning of the day where they say, I'm fit, my vehicle's fit. So guys do vehicle inspections every day, all of you listening. It's just like so fundamental. But learning about how your driver and your vehicle are doing, starting them out on that right foot, and then giving them this prescribed route and being able to toggle when things go wrong is, um, again, it's a huge safety and efficiency elevator, right? Um, When you were talking about this process of, hey, is this meeting your needs and the KPIs and the sort of ROI part of it? I just just shot an, an episode on ROI yeah. and, and how these analyses, and you described it perfectly because it really needs to be sort of a living, breathing document, right? A, a company that you're working with, or if somebody came to you or you or I and said, okay, we, we're interested in your software, hardware, whatever. And we put this ROI forth. It's kind of like, here's what we think you're going to get. And we're all going to be conservative. Mm-hmm. And know that we're going to meet those things. But then what happens next? What's that, you know, one, three, five year plan? If you don't have a partner today, folks, on anything you're working on, where this ROI is not something you're revisiting on a monthly or quarterly basis, then, um, you know, either your suppliers got their head in the sand or maybe you do. But let, you know, wake up and realize that. Um, these tools and techs that we're talking about have an initial ROI, but then let's be thinking down the line here mm-hmm. and using that as a way to explore here. Here's the initial ROI we planned, but look at all these other things we couldn't quantify at the time, but now we can quantify because we have the data and the information that this new tech provides to now sort of morph that ROI into its next phase, launch mm-hmm. it into mm-hmm. its next phase. So Guys out there listening, use that as a tool. So on that note, as we think about this idea of what this type of tech provides, maybe you could share a story. Maybe you guys have um, helped a customer overcome some challenges, some obstacles. So maybe you could share some experiences about what that looked like. Yeah. So yeah. Our, our listeners can visualize what it could mean for them. Yeah, and you want the you, you want the good examples, right? The good stories, not the yes, not, not yes. the bad stories. Although the bad stories are, are definitely entertaining as well, and and they're learning experiences. <laughs> they are, yes, they are, they are for sure. So yeah, you know, I I, I won't uh, you know provide the the organization, but you know certainly one yeah. um, that I'm very familiar with, and and I I think it really kind of fits right with the topics here, Aaron, that we're discussing today, and as far as kind of finding that mix of software, hardware, people, product processes, you know, opportunities to continue to, you know, better your operation. And first it's going to come down to number one, right? From a customer SLA and customer satisfaction uh, perspective, it was very limited visibility and, and the visibility and the analytics, right. That, that we did have access to were very poor meaning customer satisfaction rates at, you know, roughly about 30%, right? And that could be the position that a lot of our listeners are in right now. So this is a good example I can tell. Yeah, absolutely. So, so first thing, right, was we needed to get that, that real-time activity and real-time tracking, right? So 
introduce a, a telematics and NCAB safety solution partner like an IntelliChef to get that real-time visibility. The other thing about the telematics solution, and while we do have a mobile application, right, for that point of delivery activity, which is also important, the great thing about that, that hardware in the cab is, is that, right, that's constant and it's, it's always providing you with that data and it doesn't require any driver interaction, right, um, that our system, a system like ours is going to leverage for that arrival and departure times. So first thing is let's get visibility. We introduce that by bringing hardware into the cab. Um, now we're starting, now we can really get a better idea of what our current state is. We all had a gut feeling kind of what was occurring out there, um, but, but we didn't have the analytics to back it up and to tell that story. And so then secondly, now we've got a baseline that we can work with. We know where our opportunities are, right? Where are we good, um, which really wasn't, wasn't all that lengthy of a list, and then where, where can we improve? And so by then, we also now introduce going from what, what is often called a static or standard route planning, right? In that this driver or this technician services, you know, this geographic region on an everyday basis, and really being able to, in a very dynamic manner, be able to optimize the whole fleet to where now you can start to see, right, the, the increase in capacity utilization, the decrease in windshield time or drive time for the drivers, decrease in miles, right? You had also mentioned, you know, miles, not just going back to a fuel and cost perspective, but also that extended vehicle life, right, that you had discussed earlier, keeping the miles down. Um, and so now we're able to, the, the end result as we went through that process was, you know, really kind of flipping the tables because a lot of times in our industry, right, you always have that push and pull between operations and, and sales, right? And, and so we were able to flip the tables and say, hey, we have optimized our routes, right? We've got tighter sequences. We've got better paths for our drivers. Drivers and customers are now happier. And so now I've got, we've freed up cargo room, right, in our fleet, right, or we have freed up drive time for our technicians. And so now sales team, you need to go out and get us more customers, right? Because we have, we have optimized and found all of this kind of, um, you know, previously non-value added labor time, cargo capacity, et cetera. And so, again, I won't mention the organization, but... As we went through that process, right, went from 30%, continued to analyze for quite some time and eventually got up to about that 85% mark. That was a, from an industry perspective, right, their service windows are kind of, is my customer happy? We, we had about an hour, right, to make an hour service window or, or arrival time, if you will, to make that customer happy. So um, it was it was a very great uh, exciting project and, you know, 30% to 85% and then also allowed the organization to get in, you know, from a sales perspective into some new, new geographic regions that they previously didn't have the, uh, the capacity or bandwidth to, to do so. That's such an awesome um, description of success. You know, when I think about the things that we pointed out that are benefits of, of route optimization, um, you kind of covered all those bases. And again, I mean, 
every every organization is going to be in a different spot. But I would venture to guess that there are many organizations that if they have something today, things have changed. And, you know, organizations are in a, a completely different position than they were just, you know, pre-COVID. So when we think about all the different ways that we can increase safety and efficiency, um, routing cr- um, crosses every single aspect. Um, so we mentioned about 10, um, but there, there are more. But again, I love the description of the relationship between, you know, sales and ops and um, being able to say, okay, so now we can open up the floodgates and our salespeople can go out there and, and make more money make more money. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. Right. And, and it's funny because when I think about another area that, you know, that I've talked about a lot on my podcast, it's organizations see the fleet as this like cost sucking like thing, right? Mm-hmm. This big cost center, this big journal entry that like yeah. pains us every month. We, we're flipping the script on that today, folks. Yeah. And we will continue to because we are revenue generators. And when we do things like this, um, think about all the things that you guys were able to help that customer do um, 30 to 85%. Come on. I mean, it's like when you install cameras and all of a sudden your accident r- rate drops, you know, 55%, you're like, oh, no, that's expected. We can do this. And when we do this, it shows the organization that we are profit and revenue generators. So again, guys out there listening, you got to flip that script because um, if you look at yourselves that way, that's how the org's always going to see you. So, um, you know, in elevating your career as a fleet and safety and ops leader, um, you know, route optimization can help you do that. Right. Um, So, you know, we've talked about a lot of cool things. I think one thing, that you've sort of covered, but you know, if I'm heading down this path, who's going to be my roadblock? What's going to be my roadblock? <laughs> yeah, great question. So the roadblock often can be uh, really, I mean, sometimes, right? Just look in the mirror, right? Sometimes roadblock <laughs> can be can be the person that maybe has kind of been bouncing around with this idea um, oftentimes, but then the roadblock, I don't know that I would necessarily label, right? one team or, or, or one role or responsibility for it, right? I, I think collectively we all can kind of share that roadblock perspective or potential roadblock. Um, but I think the, it, the roadblock from a resource perspective, not a single resource, but it's going to be the roadblock of, well, this is how we've always done it, right? We're a profitable organization, right? And this is how it's worked up until this point. Right. So why should we go through the, the heartburn and the headache and maybe early mornings or late nights right, of, of tackling a project like this? So I think, Aaron, you know, again, I don't want to you know, kind of pin it on one one resource or one, you know, um, one one team. I think it's mainly going to be that statement of this is how we've always done it. And right we're a 200 or a 30 year or we're a half million dollar organization or whatever it be would be. So we're, we're good for now. Yeah. And, and I, and I have come across that a lot in my um, career as in automotive, as in supply chain and logistics, but certainly in fleet um, just because of the cost that it is to run 
a fleet inside of an organization, but hey, if orgs, if you have a fleet, you need them. So think about the fleet differently and you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. And this idea of, hey, this is the way we all always have done it. Um, you know, come on, who wants to be average? Um, I think it's the movie, The Incredibles, where like Bob Parr, he's the dad. <laughs> and, 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 and the mom says, you know, you're not going to go to this fifth grade graduation. Right. And then he yeah. goes on this rant about, you know, oh, so average is okay. Are we all supposed to graduate the fifth grade? Okay, yeah. come on, guys. Who yeah. wants to be average? None of us do. So average status quo, bad words. Yeah. Um, so the way we've always done it, no, change is good. And while um, switching tools in tech or implementing new stuff is painful, and I've said this on my podcast about switching tools in tech, the real pain is staying where you are. Mm-hmm. The real pain is, you know, doing business with a subpar provider because mm-hmm. that's all they are. If they're not a strategic partner or a trusted advisor, ditch them, right? Yeah. So I, I think this idea of um, tackling big things, we can do hard things. That's another thing I like to say. Um, this is a big project, it sounds like, Matt, but it's one that has uh, a slew of benefits for your organizations out there. So yeah. um, again, so I think we've we've covered some great topics. Guys, I... I could just spend the rest of my day talking to Matt about, you know, like changing the world of operations and fleet management. We'll get there, Matt. We'll, we can spend more time together later. Yes. I just love that. Um, but any any last words you'd like to share before we um, before we close out today? Yeah, no, again, thanks for the opportunity, Aaron. This has really been a great experience. And I think as as the listeners out there start to think about, you know, do they want to undertake, you know, and start to, you know, plant the seed and, and grow this, you know, optimization project is just know that, right, you don't have to, you can control on how much you're going to, you know, implement and bite off at one time. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming, you know, kind of big bang uh, moment, if you will. And then remember, always go back to those, those three P's, right, uh, within the project itself, as far as the, the people, the product and the processes and just look for those opportunities on uh, where improvement can be made. And also, right, what teammates of yours, as you undergo this this initiative, right, can help be champions and sponsors, uh, you know, for, for the success of it, so. Love it, you guys, don't forget the three Ps. Oh, when I, when I post this out, I'm gonna put that in there to help our listeners remember that those are super critical yeah. and, and how they tie into anything they're gonna do. Um, for their fleet or their operations. So again, um, thanks for sharing your um, awesome expertise and knowledge in this area. So great to have you with us today. Um, You can find uh, Wise Systems and Matt on LinkedIn, but just reach out to to me directly. I'm happy to connect you guys. If you want to pick Matt's brain a little bit more, you're thinking about doing this, Um, but to the overall fleet community, thank you again for joining us. We hope this gets you excited about what's possible and how you can elevate your career and your fleet and your successes. Um, So if you liked what we were talking about today, um, subscribe to Straight Talk on Fleet, wherever you find your favorite content. And like we say every time on the Straight Talk on Fleet, until next time, keep it real, keep it safe for fleet's sake. So thanks again, guys.